Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day five of our Attitude of Expectancy devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29 through 31, and they say this. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. The devotional says this, Waiting is not something we genuinely like to do. Many times we get anxious or frustrated when we have to wait on something or someone. When my wife is getting ready for us to go out, I am always ready before her. Often I find myself pacing back and forth from the living room to the bedroom until she finally tells me to go back into the living room and wait on her. Do you find yourself feeling the same way waiting for God to do something for you? Are you waiting on him to answer a prayer that you've been praying for a long time? I know the frustration of waiting on an answer from God, and I will tell you that worrying about it will not make the answer come any quicker or on your time. Facts. That's just straight from the facts machine. (laughs) It's so true. There is scripture in Isaiah that uses the word wait in a different light. It's not the wait we are accustomed to, like pacing around or just sitting there frustrated. You see, this wait really means hope and trust. This wait is a posture an attitude that we must have, an attitude of expectancy in God. We can find our hope only in God. Only he has the answer we are searching for. A posture of waiting looks like this. I am expectantly waiting on God to come through for me. I am going about my day with hope and joy because God loves me and is on my side. I am his child and his promises are for me. The promise is that he will renew my strength. He will cause me to mount up on wings like eagles. He will cause me to run and not grow weary and not faint. You see, an attitude of expectancy in God brings the promises of God with it. So walk in this day with an attitude of expectancy and find your hope in God. Yeah, let me just clarify this by saying, I'm preaching to the choir when I say this, okay? (laughs) But just like what the devotional said, it does not help you. It does not help me. It does not help Tori. It does not help anybody to worry while waiting. It doesn't help the situation at all. And again, I'm preaching to the choir because I'm, I'm like the king of that. I like, I'm the, I'm the, the, the president of the being anxious while I wait club. And I think it's really important for us to acknowledge that, hey, this is actually not going to help here. Mm-hmm. This is not going to help. That doesn't yeah. mean that you don't care less about it, right? right. I, and I think you have to give yourself permission to say that, mm-hmm. to say, you know what? Like, just because I'm not going to worry about it doesn't mean I don't care about it. It's just that that worry yeah. is only going to cause those negative chemicals to be released into my body, which is like yeah. the fight or flight and the adrenaline that comes in, which causes stress, which causes sleeplessness, which causing you want to self-medicate or get angry or frustrated with people, which leads to us falling further away from the intimacy of God or right. intimacy with God. Yeah. Because all that waiting is doing is saying, actually, God, I'm, I'm not trusting you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it as a call out, but rather a call up. 
because our actions speak louder than words. I was just having a conversation with my mom the other day and we were talking about how like people's words say one thing, but their actions say something else sometimes. And people will tell you exactly how they feel about you by the way that they treat you. Mm -hmm. And I can profess, God, I love you. God, I trust you. God, I have my faith in you. But sometimes my actions aren't aligned in that. Sometimes my actions are me forcing my own will by taking a round cylinder thing and trying to shove it into a square hole Mm -hmm. and trying to force my own way. And my actions are saying, God, it's like, yeah, I love you, but like, this is hard and I want to take things in my own hand. And so I need to make sure that my, my actions are aligning with my thoughts towards God and make sure that I'm not allowing worry to create this like barrier of trust. And again, it's easier said than done, but it's just that reminder of like, Hey, actually this worrying is not going to help. Yeah. I just feel like it's a tactic from the enemy because he the enemy's goal always is to come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And so in your season of waiting, we either allow the enemy to win or we decide to put our hope and trust in God and he helps us rise up and soar on wings like eagles. So there's like two things and y'all, the choice is ours, right? Like we can either choose to worry Mm -hmm. and we know what worry leads to, or we can choose trust and we know what trust leads to. And it doesn't mean that it's an easy choice, But the beautiful thing is about it is we don't have to make that decision by ourselves. Like we don't have to make that decision in our own strength. We can lean into the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I'm having a really hard time not worrying about the situation. I'm having a hard time not being anxious about this process. Will you come in and help me? Will you increase my faith? Will you help me put my trust in you? Because I know that you will renew my heart. You will renew my mind. You will renew my spirit. And as I trust in you, I can find joy in the here and now. And I can walk differently because of it. And just like this devotional was saying, the answer is going to come in God's timing, whether or not we wait in worry Mm -hmm. or we wait in trust. And so that's what I'm trying. It's like such an interesting thing. Like, to be honest, Chad and I are waiting on this specific thing right now. It's just like an answer we need to get before we can move forward on certain things. And it, we were supposed to get it one day. We didn't get it that day. Then the next day didn't happen. And we're still waiting for it. Right. And it's like five days later. And it's like, man, when is this answer going to come? Well, us worrying about it isn't going to change when the answer is actually going to come. But what it will do is steal the joy of yes. the now if we <clears throat> allow that to happen. And it's it's truly up to us. Like, we get to decide. It's not like, oh, the enemy's winning. I'm so worried. It's yeah. like, no, we decide if we want to go down one path or we fill ourselves with the truth of God's <clears throat> word, switch our focus, switch our perspective, say God has come through X, Y, and Z times in the past. And so I believe he is faithful. I believe his promises are for me. I believe he will come through in the way in which he deems is perfect to come through in this situation, even if it's not the outcome that I'm hoping for, because I believe he is a good God. I know that the answer is in his hands. And so I can rest in that because I trust him. Yeah. And I think one of the big factors in this whole thing is remembering that 
he's God. Mm-hmm. He's not a genie in a bottle. Yeah. And so we have to make sure that as we receive this devotional about having an expectant heart, mm-hmm. it's not like, well, I'm expecting him to answer. This yeah. Way. The Christmas tree to be full of gifts, God, like yeah. make it happen for me. Mm-hmm. This is like, it makes me think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. Whenever King Nebuchadnezzar said, I'm paraphrasing. He said, I'm going to melt the flesh off your bones unless you bow down and worship me. Where's your God now? Mm-hmm. And they said, our God is capable of saving us. But even if he doesn't, we will not bow down and worship you because he is God. And so let's make sure that we're getting to a posture, reminding ourselves that he is God, not genie in a bottle. Yeah. Because that will help us endure in those seasons, in those times when we are waiting, whenever we assume the posture that he is God and we are not. Yes, so good. Want to praise him out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you are in control. Father, there's so many things in our day-to-day life that we are just not in control over, Father. But would you help us manage and control our emotions so that we don't spiral into worry and anxiety, but instead would you increase our faith today? Would you increase our trust so that we can experience the joy in the here and now as we wait, Father? Would you help us today? We, we need you in this process We want to have a heart posture that glorifies you in every season and every storm, no matter what is going on, that we can say, no matter the outcome, my God is good and I trust him. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen, Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Adios. Thank you.